Gonna get me killed? Nah, you won't be killed. Enter an audio-visual experience like no other. KJOJO Nation. Global Watchdog back. Speaking Sigley Global Watchdog. Underground rap at its realist. No, 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 don't even go there. A-E-M-L Microbiology Laboratories. No, 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 no. See, don't start with that. Don't make me the dyslexic restorer. Come on this way, John. I think you're in I think you're in for a real treat today. Trying to be like Jarrett Steer, the master of audio uh, quality when it comes to restoration podcasting. This is actually Jarrett, this is an intervention. Um, we're all really concerned. <laughs> That, you know, we're not actually podcasting, Jared. It's just to get yeah, you. Know, John's obviously been reading my reviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were just on for the Four Amigos end of the year podcast ellipse recap with Jared Steer from GMS Distribution GMS Podcast. Eric, the Tech Whisperer, Tech Whisperer, um, Sprague, and Larry Pineapple. Wilburton from Morning Tech Meeting and Blue Collar Nation Podcast. Um, Jarrett is great. John is great. Yeah. They're total opposites. That's the thing. Yes. That's awesome. They actually have a dynamic that's similar to ours. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah, a little bit. On the bit. podcast, yeah. he was so funny. And oh, he was giving John us called a hard time. DoorDash. So Jared had to leave the go, go get the answer. To the door. So, oh, call DoorDash. He's gone. <laughs> It was so funny. It was just cracking me up. Um, but you're in for a treat today. We have a guest host, Pete Consigli, the Global Restoration Watchdog. Take it away, Pete. We actually have our own podcast. Home of the Nation. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. So we're inside the AML laboratory, and right as you come in, we have a big sign here. Rams, AML winter break. It's going to be fa 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 fabulous. Lab, and uh, this one. Huh? I want to sit in this AML chair. You do, huh? Sitting in an AML chair. Yeah. Feels pretty good. AML winter break, the Florida Mole Conference. You coming? Rams on moisture. We ain't done yet. Forms materials. Forms mold. Uh, keep coming. Forms the methodology. Deerfield Beach. Uh, Double tree by Hilton. And have 14 credits for all mold, licensed mold assessors and remediators in the state of Florida. Came went to break. <laughs> Back to normal with a question mark. <laughs> we ain't done yet. We're ready to go into the. We're getting ready to go into the lab, and uh, yeah, and. Um, we are planning late January to be a part of the AEML Winter Break, the Florida Mold Conference. Um, as you know, in the state of Florida, you have to be licensed for mold assessment and remediation. So if you need continuing education credits, it's obviously right in your backyard. Those of you part of the global community of assessors and remediators, a uh, great opportunity to network with um, some really... Uh, stellar moderators, presenters, um, and then your fellow restorers. So, great opportunity. This video was recorded on site at AML Laboratory as part of Pete and I's road trip following the 2021 um, RIA uh, convention. And so, 
it was really cool to touch base with the owner, Ron, hear some of his insights in uh, building and developing the business. So much of what people talk about is in uh, recruitment and acquisition of employees, when I think the greatest ROI is in uh, employee retention. And um, Ron talks about trying to uh, create like lifelong employees, keep people, recruit the best, and keep them. Something that we address, actually Tammy Berklid out of uh, Merritt Construction in Tacoma, Washington, talks about it's in this book, So You Want to Be a Project Manager. She shared that on South Sound Connection, our local show. Um, but uh, not just... Uh, recruiting but keeping you spend all this money getting people in the door training them and just when they're about ready to turn the corner um, to see that internally they go somewhere else and and we want to blame the employee rather than look at our internal systems so uh, what's what's really cool about I feel about this episode number one you got a guest host so you don't have to listen to my voice the whole time Deacon Sigley Global Watchdog sit down with two younger employees dare we say millennials you guys are the geek squad <laughs> right now <laughs> <laughs> that uh, talk about what attracted them to AML, to the culture, how Ron doesn't just uh, speak it, but actually lives it. You know, there's no poster on the wall with their core values. They actually live it out, how Ron steps in. We were there on a holiday weekend. Ron's there on the microphone. You see, that's a that's a real clip that wasn't staged to, to, to help everybody get things done so they could get on with their holiday weekend. Now, get out of here. <laughs> Great conversation with two young people in the industry. As noted as well in this book, available uh, through uh, Amazon on Kindle paperback and this really cool hardback edition or directly from the Dojo website. So You Want to Be a Project Manager, book three of the Be Intentional series. Um, we, we, we shout out Jarrett Steer. He had an episode with the Young Guns. Um, four restorers that had been, I believe, in the industry less than three years and some of their perspectives and what's keeping them engaged. And then he followed that up with a conversation with Dr. Jessica Stahl about some of the dynamics there and what, uh, you know, the things that owners and managers can mine from that. You know, recruiting, hiring, and keeping good talent, talent retention. Um, so anyways, great to have uh, these guests and the insights that they share, I think, are really helpful and relatable and uh, really fun to have Pete Consigli as our guest host because uh, we've got a podcast. We actually have our own podcast. We, um, um, we're, we're not allowed to film everything in there, but we're, we're going to be able to film some stuff, so we'll get back to you later for this part of it. Yeah, All right? VIP, so, uh, VIP only. Yeah, right. <laughs> what would you say you do here? here. The Diojo Podcast. Podcast. Now we're going to go into the inner sanctum. Conference room. Okay, get right there. Now. We're going. Okay, go ahead, We're going in the A E M L. Conference room. A E M L. Yeah, the A M L. A E M L. Yeah. Winter break. Conference room. Right. Now, you coming? Hey, what are you guys doing in here? What are you guys doing in here? What are you guys doing in here? Oh, oh, it's Ron. Hold on. Deacon Sigley, Global Watchdog. I'm asking the questions here. Okay, Pete. Okay, I'm going to break. Stay with me. Our moisture, materials, mold, and methodology. We ain't done yet. Now listen, move over a little bit. There you go, got that. 
All right. I'm gonna ask Ron a couple questions. Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, AML Laboratories. AML has been around for over 15 years and we are, I believe, one of the largest laboratories in the world for mold analysis. We also have a large lab in Melbourne, Australia. You see, he's a quick learner, isn't he? All right. Well, he's got, he's got to be a smart guy if he's run a lab like this, a global lab. You know, they're really busy. And uh, most season's getting ready to move in high gear. AML winter break, which is promoted as the Florida Mole Conference. Be there. AML winter break. Be square. Go ahead, Ron. Tell us about winter break. Well, winter break, I feel this year or next year in 2022 uh, is going to be a really good event. High quality speakers. A great place to come down in, uh, in January if you're living in the north. <laughs> Bring the family down. Uh, enjoy the beaches and the nightlife, whatever you love to do. But uh, it's great weather here in South Florida. AEMLinc.com. Now get out of here. You're busy. <laughs> AEML, yeah. winter break, conference room. Right. But um, uh, the main thing is that uh, since we're going to be in the area to get to tour the lab, uh, talk to the microbiologist, you know, the various components and, you know, how the lab works. So for future uh, Diojo podcast, um, we could follow up on the mold, you know, educational purposes, things of that nature. So uh, I think, ah. Uh, here comes uh, the timing, the Brittany. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. I drew a curveball. Hey, you weren't expecting hey, that one. Hey. I will say it to anyone that comes and asks me this question. I love my job. I love working for AEML. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is what the culture that Ron has created here. Um, he gets us involved. He teaches us what he, we want to know. Um, you know, the science side, the um, business side of things, which is really important too. And um, because of that, it, it shows an every employee that works for him and works for AEML and we totally enjoy working here and it doesn't get better than this job really. Thanks what for that, I appreciate it. Uh, make it a place that people are banging on the doors to work? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. We always say, you know, you're not gonna find another job like this. Mm. This, this is one of a kind. Mm. And when I say I wanna be around forever and as long as AEML is open, I actually mean that, mm. so. AEML. AEML. Yeah. Winter break, conference room. Right. All right, welcome back, the Ojo Nation. That's Samantha, known as Sam, mm -hmm. and Mimi. Yes. And uh, both microbiologists? Yep. Right? And, and I also like to say they are the AML's geek squad because if you need to know anything about podcasts, ring lights, <laughs> internet connect, whatever it is, they're the ones. You know, after the pandemic uh, hit and everything was closed down, um, it was really, really tough for anybody to try to, you know, obviously there were no live meetings and, uh, you know, how do you communicate and educate with your customers? So one of the things that the AML lab did in this room that we're at is they started doing a series of technical uh, podcasts. Go ahead there, talk and let the Diojo Nation know all about this. Well, because of COVID, we had a little bit more time in the office and we were thinking about how can we get information out to everyone in Australia and also in the U.S. eventually. And so that's where um, Mimi and I and Ronald Mazur came up with webinars. It's pretty easy. We can do social distancing. It's completely safe. And we can bring the information to everyone. They're the ones. You guys work at the, at the one-two punch here. Um, it was a learning process for us, honestly, but we were 
determined to make sure that our clients didn't miss out on any of the um, good information that they would have had at um, events like winter break, for example, mm. which had to be canceled because of COVID. Programs came at winter break is going to be fabulous. We use some of our mold experts here that we know, and we had them present topics that, um, related to their expertise. And we had really good mem like viewership for these events, and people really enjoyed the contents, they enjoyed the topics, they thought it was really nice to be able to sit at home, you know, not have to worry about traveling anywhere, but still be able to stay up to date on the current um, mold education. Got a problem on your project? Blame your subcontractors. Be a project manager. My new book, So You Want to Be a Project Manager, right now is available. They're the ones. With the webinars, was that an idea that you all came up with? I think Ron was yeah, the one who was yeah, interested that was in it. That was Ron's yeah. idea. Yeah. He said, I got an idea. I don't know how the hell to do it, but... Yeah, yeah. well, that part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, what, a, what AML's been known for is providing education to their customers. So then he just came through and he said, you, you, you're uh, going to make this happen. Volunteers. Right? <laughs> well, he asks everyone an open question sometimes, yep. and he's like, hey, I'm thinking about this. I knew exactly what to do, but in a much more real sense, I had no idea what to do. Does anyone have any ideas of how to get this on the, uh, on the ground? And then Samantha and I, we sort of collaborated because we were both interested in it because we were looking at cameras online. Yeah. And so she and I got to talking and then it kind of became our project mm -hmm. that Ron let us work on. They're the ones. Um, it was Something actually, you enjoy doing. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. It was fun. Um, we met up and went to Best Buy and we like talked to the experts, actual geek squad there. Yeah, yeah. And we told them, this is what we're trying to do. Does anyone here have any experience recording any YouTube videos or doing like live streaming or anything like that? We had a bunch of failures in sure. the long yeah, way. Yeah. Um, but again, with that, like Ron is super supportive. He's like, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Like if you order something and it doesn't work out, don't worry about it. You know, yeah. I'm trying to get the best possible product here. So you know, just do what you think is best. Mm. And he gave us a lot of free reign there. He gave us a lot of free reign there. He gave us a lot of free reign there. And so we were able to find out the best quality um, camera and microphone setup that worked for us. Um, and, and here we are today. And we're still, le still learning. We're still yeah, finding exactly. like one when Zoom updates, it's like, oh, new features. Yeah, yeah. Or we're finding out better microphones and better, we're always looking to upgrade and make the experience even better so, than the one for everyone. I mean, those ring lights are really important for getting they the clarity, are. aren't they? Yeah. They are. And yeah. One part that benefits all of our, our viewers is that we actually have live webinars so people can actually give their questions straight to the speaker and they can respond right in that moment. What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. We're, we're even creating a website now that's more robust, exciting, where we'll actually host all of our webinar videos there. So even if you miss a webinar video, you go to the website and you can watch it right there. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit nicer than the home one, but just stand by. They're, they're, they're working on it. <laughs> we actually have our own podcast. The Diojo Podcast. podcast. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. I'm just having so much fun talking to them. <laughs> Why don't you guys just talk about a little bit what you do in the lab, what your background, and this important work that really affects people's lives. So I um, studied uh, a master's in biology, and when I joined AEML, 
uh, that was my first microbiology job as a microbiologist. Uh, what we do here, to give everyone sort of a gist of it, is we receive samples from our clients which have, which are surface samples or air samples that have mold in them. And then these samples are then analyzed by us to identify the different sorts of mold there and enumerate them. And then the report that's generated by the lab goes out to the clients and then basically from there on they decide how to proceed with remediation. What about your turnaround time? AEML's claim to fame in both Australia and the U.S. is same-day turnaround time. And that means the same day that the samples are received here at the lab, you're going to get your results. So there's no extra fees for rush turnaround time. We also have free FedEx shipping. I have to say, this being my first experience as a microbiologist is definitely very interesting. I get to learn every single day. Like I tell everyone all the time, the learning never stops, the learning never stops, the learning never stops. Every single day, I get to challenge myself at the scope. If there's something that I don't understand, I always get to ask my coworkers, and it's a it's a really a combined team effort <coughs> to broaden our horizons that way. Right. In the face of overwhelming odds, I'm left with only one option. I'm gonna have to science the shit out of this. During the COVID, you guys had the table on the outside mm -hmm. where a lot of them wouldn't come in. I remember in the old lab, they always just had the drop box mm -hmm. and that was it. Um, I actually think we may keep the table. It's kind of pretty like convenient. It. They kind of like the table, aren't <laughs> yeah, they? They yeah. do. It's very This is what COVID did. You ended up trying new things, trying new things, trying new things you never thought you would do. Right. It turned out to be successful. As microbiologists, like that's what we say we are, but really with all this webinar stuff, I can say I added <laughs> another feather to my hat there. Well, you guys are the geek squad as well. So this is all stuff that we've really picked up along the way. Like we've learned as much as you know, we're sharing this information with the world. Um, and so Samantha and I have had a lot of meetings with them, trying to really understand what they can and cannot do, and how we can help them achieve the best possible result for them and every client. And you guys work at the, at the one-two punch here. They're the ones. I think people are people. Wherever you are, you want to do a great job. You want to be able to find those resources to do a great job. And that's all what AML is about. Even in the U.S. and Australia, our number one business model is to make sure our clients have a great experience here. And that means education. That means having great analysis. And so that model also went over to the Australia. And that's kind of what blew up our Australian market over there is just our amazing customer service, our same day turnaround time, which has never been seen in Australia, specifically in relating to the mold industry. And we allow our clients to even come in and talk to us and engage with us. That interaction- In Australia? Even in Australia. Okay. That, that interaction is what's unique in the science industry in general, let alone in the mold industry in our office. And one thing I've learned also a lot about is customer service every day. That was a big one. I, yeah. I was wondering whether you were going to mention you did. The customer service is big, isn't it? It is very big and that's basically one of the biggest impressions a client can form of us as a company. Even before they have a report from us in their hands, they form an impression when they walk into our office, how they talk to Josh, Brittany, Ron. You know, Ron is extremely, um, he, he really focuses on performing that connection with our clients and making sure that we as a team do the best we can to give them the product that they deserve. Now get out of here. Let's talk about the difference from being in that lab to this lab. You know, just logistics, working, all that. Customers come in. What do you think customers think? Go ahead. Um, I think the clients really like it. Like we have a really beautiful office right now. 
but logistically we're spread out a little bit more. Before we used to be a little bit on top of each other, so communication was easier. When we spread out, we had to find different resources like Slack so we can spread information quickly, inform the lab quickly. Communication was our top priority. But we have like a conference room, like uh, big, tra room? big training, a training room, room okay, over right. there. We have so much more room because we used to have to remodel the whole main room just for any training event that Ron did. And then fix it back. So I think we're all really excited about the new, this new beautiful building. And, and when, one day we're going to outgrow this one and probably move again. Yeah, that's true. We actually have our own podcast. Ain't the Ojo Nation, we're back. What, what else do we need? Anything else <laughs> we else can think of? What could, any well, I mean, I useful think, question for Josh that we should address? I think anybody. that what Josh and I are trying to convey the most, I think, in, in AEML, and this is important in what we think most businesses is the communication between us and the clients. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to go through the phone chain and you're not going to reach 10 people that aren't going to answer your questions. Josh and I are going to answer the phone. We are here to answer your questions. Having a consistent estimate structure helps whoever is capturing the data on the initial job walk to have a structure in their mind. We're going top to bottom. You know, we've got our prep items, we've got walls and ceilings, we've got uh, uh, paint and trim, we've got our flooring. Here is a sample estimate. Actually, honestly, not that terrible of an estimate. It's interesting here. So, when it comes to structure, we're hanging the drywall, we're seaming the, uh, the joint repair between the new drywall and the old drywall. So, we've got a flood cut here, right? got some heavy hand texture but then we're removing the drywall after we've installed the drywall art 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 and science 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 of estimating so just from a sequence standpoint let's put the removal before we do the replacement maybe 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 and I see floor protection all the way down here I would have that at the start there's just some line items that uh, are missed and legitimate but the main thing I wanted to talk about is estimate structure. Oh, this is funny. Fill, fills hose and patch as needed. <laughs> Let's open up just a simple, without even changing any of the line items, we're going to create a structure, prep items, walls, paint, and trim. Um, I think this helps when an estimator or reviewer, an estimator or reviewer is reviewing the estimate, bop, 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 bop. When the customer's looking at the estimate, you know, line items, when you just take them like spaghetti and throw them against the wall, you know, and hope they stick. This is a pretty well written from that standpoint of legitimate scope, uh, but I think the structure can really help, you know, expedite the review process, expedite the negotiation process, get everybody kind of on the same page much better. But also when it comes time for production, it's a sheet that the, the project manager can better budget and scope from and the team is better equipped to roll out from. So there's a lot of advantages to estimating consistency that we address in this book. So, so better insurance claims outcomes through better estimating habits. That's what we're shooting for. The art, 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 and science, science, science of estimating. The Diojo Podcast. Podcast. Go ahead there. Talking, let the Diojo Nation know all about this. Communication is the basis of everything. Communication is the basis of everything. Communication is the basis of everything. Let me hit you with some knowledge. 
the better we communicate amongst ourselves, the better we communicate to our clients. The better we communicate amongst ourselves, the better we communicate to our clients. Even now, if Josh and Brittany, like we talked about earlier, when the client calls them up and has a question about a report, I think it is because of this wonderful communication we have going on that they're able to trace back if there's an issue in a report and go to the particular analyst who was dealing with it and ask them, can you clarify this particular account for me? They're the ones. Can't let them go without, you know, the intentional restorer. He didn't know that I was just going to kind of throw something in him and throw a little curveball because you never know when you're with the watchdog what's going to come up. Peeking Sigley Global Watchdog. I'm giving, him a, I'm giving him a minute to collect his thoughts, but, but he can think quick on his feet. So what do you think? I mean, the thing that you guys communicated, even just what you just last said, was that if we communicate internally, that it enables us to communicate externally. And there's a lot of really good stuff in there. You feel empowered at work to mm-hmm. contribute to the team. When the workload comes in, you know, everybody feels like they want to contribute, so. Yeah, we're a really big family here. Yeah. Think. Yes. Yeah. I noticed you have some four-legged friends around this place, too. <laughs> What's the deal with that? This is kind of part of the AML culture. Talk about that. It's kind of cool, actually. The best part of the job for me, if you ask. <laughs> well, they're mold sniffing dogs. Right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, some of your clients do have to Yes, mold they, do, they, they do. They do. Yeah. It's actually our emotional support to the team itself. Sure. Because you pet them, you engage with them, they get frustrated. Yeah, you're like, oh, absolutely. You, you go pet them when you had that horrible sample with a high degree rating and estimate, like just counting all over the place. You just walk over to the pen and you give them a couple of pets and they're all super happy to I see know. you every time. It's the best. They're the ones. Everybody across the board complains about millennials, that they're not hard workers, mm-hmm. right? And, and da 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 da. And, and then also that they can't find or keep workers. Mm-hmm. Ron was saying most people, if they come here, they don't leave. Yeah you're trapped right here's your moment to to tell us the truth about ron he just keeps you contained in a cage and what are you guys doing in here would you (laughs) (laughs) you almost fell for you what the hell are you talking about you know the truth now get out of here assuming there's people out there that are looking to hire you know young people and engage you know what was important to you you know about the culture that keeps you keeps you going even when sometimes you want to pull your hair out um like i said family like yeah. having a relationship with the people inside and having a good healthy relationship a good healthy relationship a good healthy relationship if yeah. you end up hating everyone in your office it's not a healthy relationship sure. to be in and having a good relationship with the owner of the company ronald yeah. mazer he's always like talking with us communicating with us always trying to make he's a good sure boss he is he, he is tries to make sure that we're doing well ourselves, and yeah. he tries to find ways to help us out if we're even having trouble yeah so it's that community allowing to bring dogs here so it's less stressful trying like leaving them home what to do trying to find a dog walker all these little components that some people are like doesn't seem like it matters actually does matter yeah and like the training the interactions all this helps build a family culture and then we also give that family culture to our clients when they come in yeah. also part of our family. Right. If you're taken care of, then you take care of others, yeah. right. right? And that's the important thing, Ron takes care of us, he has our back all the time. Yeah. It's it's very it's very empowering to know that, that your yeah. boss stands by you. Um, so you're not afraid of making mistakes, not afraid of making mistakes, not afraid of making mistakes, because mistakes happen, we're all human. Um, so I think the um, environment of encouragement, it's very psychologically safe, you get to talk about exactly how you're feeling about something. He's always ready to work with you, he's always ready to find the best alternative. Yeah. Um, that's his thing, he's like, Whatever you need, just let me know. And it's it's being able to go to your boss like that, yeah. to be able to tell him exactly how you want to improve your own work experience, that makes it all, all that much better and more rewarding for everyone here. Yeah.
blindless. I mean, he was in here and he goes, I got to wrap it up because every minute I spend with you is one more minute and then he's behind the microscope. So is that, I mean, encouraging too that somebody's like, he jumps on the microscope. Oh yeah. yeah. That's just for show, right? He just did that to impress Pete. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 and, and I, I think I can't get around. I wasn't sure, like today, July second, whether um, uh, I was in effect a holiday. And he goes, "No, no, we're open for business." He says, "July, when FedEx doesn't deliver that, that holiday, we're closed." Yeah, <laughs> that's how we define holidays. Yeah, the yep. FedEx delivers in that, right? I mean, like no one here complained. Like during one of the really bad hurricanes, we were getting samples galore, and we were we had to get in here at like six a.m. in the morning. We wouldn't leave to ten to eleven at night. Yeah, no one complained. Because we knew that we're a family, we, we work hard, we want to provide that customer service, and that's what family does. That means during the hard times, you stick together as much mm. as the, during the easy times. And that's even what Ron does. And that's even what Ron does. And that's even what Ron does. Mm. And he's always with us too. It's, it's, he's not delegating everything. He's always with us in person. Uh, and that's also very encouraging for us. It's like, if the boss is here, we can all do it together. You mean so he uh, he leads by example? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean that's not a throwaway line. That's no. important. Actually. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I notice. I mean, there's not a big fancy poster with your core values, but it seems like it's fairly clear, right? I'm gonna need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. A lot of places that put up a big fancy poster with core values. That's just for show. They really don't do it. And quite yes. frankly, yeah. you don't need a poster to know what yeah. companies are about. And usually, if you interact with them, you, you find out pretty soon, I think. Here's it's Ron. unbelievable. <laughs> Almost on cue, Ron came in. We're just getting to wrap it. We actually have our own podcast. The Dojo Podcast. Podcast. They got going, and I'm not sure what happened here. We're just, we, we, we had our own we had our own podcast. Started out as a short interview. They say, how long is that? Ah, we'll wrap it up quick. They'll be back to the desk. Well, it didn't work out like that. <laughs> Any last minute words you have before we log off here? Um, come to AEML, send us your samples. Yeah. yeah. And, and what about next January? What's happening there? We're having winter break. Uh, yes. We're going to have a lot of expert speakers um, present, and it's going to be a wonderful time. Now, you come in for M's on moisture. We ain't done yet. RMs materials. Peak and Sigley Global Watch. RMs mold. AMO winter break. <laughs> Back to normal with a question mark. You come in for M's and methodology. We ain't done yet. For M's, Ava went to break. It's going to be fabulous. Fabulous. He's really big on these little stickers. Is this a millennial thing, these little stickers and stuff? I figured it is. I don't know about this stuff. We're all chatting and everything else. Diojo Nation signing off from AML Laboratories. Peak and Sigley Global Watchdog. Anyway. Winter break, don't forget those dates, the 27th to the 29th, 2022, Deerfield Beach. Back to you, John. ML Inc.? No. Isn't that the, oh, well, you're talking about the winter break, or right, that? Right, right, okay. Well, okay, well, hang on, we got the amlinc.com, that's the... A-E-M-L. A-E-M-L, didn't I say... So many great takeaways from this episode. Um, we had what dogs at work, leading by example, creating value, the learning never stops. I get to challenge myself. I have help when I don't understand. Uh, being allowed to fail, not feeling scared of failing. 
um, trying new things, customer service and first impressions, had to find different resources, communication is first priority, communication is the basis of everything, the better we the better we communicate internally, the better we will communicate externally. Though that idea of um, taking care of your people helps you to take care of your customers, um, which is a core element of the Be Intentional Culture book. Um, and they, they haven't even read the book, so how do they know that? <laughs> Anyways, um, Lots, lots of awesome stuff. So I hope, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And if you didn't, if you don't, I don't care. <laughs> it's free, so you could have turned it off a long time ago. But here you are. So thank you. See you in January. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'll do is I'll start the, the map to go to start heading in that direction because we got to do that anyway. Here you got to say uh, what the original the OG intentional restorer Diojo podcast on the road, right? Say again. I'm the OG intentional. Really? Is that what we called it? Me? You came up with the name. Was that what you called it? I can't remember. I think it was the OG intentional restorer. I'm probably better off just leaving the global watchdog. That's my okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So global watchdog. Yeah. On the road with the Diojo podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. Is the global watchdog here, peeking Sigley on the road with the Diojo podcast and John Isaacson, the original intentional restorer. <laughs> I'm I'm like a hand when it comes in. I'm like a natural art. I I don't even need any props. What are we working with here, Pete? <clears throat> and I only had the little powdered creamer. Yeah. Just the hard with a real nice Brazilian coffee, and then it has the little coffee made creamers in there. This going to be a lot better. So anyway, you, mm. should, you should enjoy it. Just hang on there. Make sure sometimes the top pops off. But salute. Yeah. So that's it, man. I uh. Yeah. There you go.